Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another uh, Growth Mindset Show. As uh, you may already know, if you are joining us back, welcome back to the show. If you are a new visitor, new user, welcome to the show. Uh, my name is Mahesh Chand. I'm founder of C-Sharp Corner. We bring this show every Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, focus of this show is growth mindset. Growth mindset, if you are new to the show, uh, we already have previously recorded three sessions available. If you missed those shows, you're most welcome to go back and check out our video show, uh, video section on C-Sharp Corner. So in this show, we talk about growth mindset and our focus is about about uh, success, about motivation, about the growth, growth, and mostly around software developers and software development. Our community, C Sharp Corner, as you may already know, is a community for software and data developers. Uh, we have, you know, three plus million members and uh, three to five million people visit every month. So our goal with these shows and these shows we do not only just on Fridays, almost every day we have different shows. Today's show, we are breaking down into three different uh, th three different uh, sections, right? First, we are going to talk about today's topic. Then we are going to bring a guest, a special guest uh, on today's show. And uh, there's a little bit of history behind that. And then in the third part, we are going to take live question and answers. So feel free to jump in. This show is pretty open, pretty, you know, free flow. There's no not much structure to this. So if you have any questions, you like something, you dislike something, uh, feel free to post in comment section. Also, we love not only just us, just everybody, every host or every you know speaker or every um, even uh, radio host show, they would love to get any feedback you have, good or bad, because that's how really we improve our shows. So if you like something, let us know. If you dislike something, let us know. Is there any improvements we need to make? Anything we need to bring to the top, you know, to the show? Feel free to post comments. And again, one more time, let me repeat this. This show is for you. So you may, you know, when you're joining, coming to the show, you should learn something here. And you should learn something every time you come and visit, uh, watch these shows. So feel free to chime in. There is a comment section. Just uh, post anything you want on, on the comment section. So let's get started. In today's show, there's a few things in we want to announce. And one of the really exciting thing I want to announce today is that we are every show we are going to give away some prizes. And today I'm announcing that every show we are going to give away a $50 gift certificate to um, one winner in the show. We will also give away some, you know, C-sharp corner goodies as well. So hopefully you guys are excited. What do you think about goodies? If you think you want something different goodies, please post uh, in comment section. We are always looking for all kind of feedback. Any feedback you have is uh, most welcome. So today's topic is uh, small is big. And keep in mind, every show, every week, we just focus on one and one on only one topic. You know, for example, one week we'll pick up Josh, one week we'll pick up social media, one week we'll, you know, pick up uh, mind, brain, or whatever. This today's show is all about small is big. How 
doing small things can turn into big results. And that's where also I'll bring our show, guest show, who will also share his his experience, his expertise in how, you know, add to this doing smaller things can lead into big results. And I'll give you some examples, right? So even C-Sharp Corner as a community, it just doesn't become big overnight. Right? It takes a long time. It takes years and years of time. So when, you know, I started C-Sharp Corner, it was very small. It was just an idea. It was a simple idea to share your knowledge, share your code. Um, and then that's how everything starts. So another thing I want to think about is that when you think about compounding, you know, I, we all know how compounding interests can lead to big gains. And just take an example. If you start saving $100, for example, $100 a week or 100 rupees, it depends on where you're joining. If you start saving a little bit, a little bit every week and compound that over 30 years, the number becomes huge. So think about if you go to online, you want to calculate, find a calculator, compound interest calculator, right? Put a number, $100 a week you want to save for 30 years in your life, you'll end up having $355,000. So number point here is that this compounding becomes big over time. And the, what is the key? Key is the continuity. You have to keep doing it for a long, long time. You cannot just give up. So I was looking at the numbers other day, right? So as software developers, if our goal is to learn things and, you know, go to our next level in life or, you know, go to the next level in career, either, you know, depends on where you are in your stage. And if you put one hour of learning every day, if you take one hour from your 24 hours, every day, one hour of learning, and you do that for 10, 20, 30 years, over 20, 30 years, even I did some calculations. In 30 years, you'll have 10,950 hours of learning. That is equal to two bachelor degrees. So that's the power of a small. Like if by learning, you know, one hour a day, over time, you can gain knowledge more than two full-time bachelor degrees, four-year degrees. That's how big it is. So think about this for a second. That's the power of small is, right? So today it applies to anything. It applies to your finances. It applies to your learning. It applies to your any work you do. And think with knowledge, what you're learning is that it even applies multiple times than just compound interest. If you learn a little bit every day, basically you are getting better version of yourself every day compared to yesterday. Over time, you will have so much knowledge, you'll have just, you'll become a just a different person. So think of that for a second. Now, before we go too far in this show, I want to talk about a guest today. We are going to bring a guest in the show. This person, we go back, we are, we go back in college days, not college days, but when we started a job, we pretty much started together. And there is a history behind C-Sharp Corner is one day, it, I think it was 99, year 99. It was year 99, around October. I believe it was October first week. And this friend comes to me 
and just you know say, hey Mahesh, look, I found I got something for you. I, and I was like, what is it? So he gave me those two CDs at that time. We used to get software on CDs. So he gave me these two CDs. He's like, check this out. You like you like it. I, I'm sure you like it. And guess what that was? That was a C sharp compiler alpha version. And that's when I start learning C sharp. And that's what started. That was the foundation of C sharp corner. So let me bring our guest of the show today, Ashish Dar. Hey, my. Hey. Hey, Ashish, welcome to the show. Hey, good. Great to be here. And, and hello, everyone across the world. Good morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you are. Yeah, so we get uh, people on the show from everywhere. We get people from, you know, India, where it's evening now. We get people from Europe, where it's, uh, it's uh, I would say, uh, middle of the day. And then, obviously, U.S., we are here in the morning. Uh, so... You know, we, you and I, we go way, way back. We go, it's like, I think it was 1998 when we came together from India to the U.S. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right, 98, yeah. 98, right, year 98. I, I, I came in February. I don't know when you came, when you I, I came. I had previous year, I was a 97. I think came here for a few months, and then I went back, and I think 98, I think it was March, April time frame when I came here, yeah. Yeah, and then we start living together. We had same room, and yeah. I remember I was not able to cook, cook at all, and you were cooking every day, and I was eating every day. Yeah. <laughs> those days, remember those days? Yeah, I remember that day when I gave you those CDs and said, "Hey, look at this C sharp thingy, and why don't you try this out?" I still remember that. Yeah, before C sharp came out, you and I we were both pretty much working on C plus plus, right? Yeah. We were doing VC plus plus. We were doing MFC, ATL, COM, DCOM, all that great stuff, right? right? Yeah. And we used to buy. And then, then, right? We used to have books. Now people don't buy books anymore. We used to have a book, and we used to open the book and read the book. That's right? what the learning was, right? And book doesn't tell you too much, right? We yeah. didn't even know the class names. If they were class names, we didn't know the signatures. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's really. So you tell, know. tell, yeah. yeah. Tell you just before we go there, you want to talk about, you know, obviously I want you to talk to audience about your background, um, how you started from college days and to came to US, how do you start with through our different companies. And now you are a director, you are a senior director in a big company. Share your, uh, your path so our audience can learn a little bit you know, and they can visualize their own path by learning from you know, your journey. Yeah, you know, I have a very, um, I would say, exciting and fun-filled path. <laughs> I was born in India, obviously, and I was born in Kashmir. I mean, I know a lot of you know Kashmir. It's probably the most beautiful place in the world. I was born there. And uh, I was in the school, I think I, until 10th grade, I was in Kashmir, then I moved to Jammu. And then I... I did not at that point understand what I want to do in life, right? I remember I used to be in one, uh, in my neighborhood, there was this medical shop. And I used a lot of time with that medical shop guy. And he would sometimes go for a lunch break and ask me to manage the shop. And I would learn about the medicine. So I knew I wanted to be a doctor. But I really didn't know what it meant to be a doctor or engineer or anything else. How do you go about it? I think in 12th grade, I remember, or actually 11th grade, somebody told me, hey, there is a test. IIT, you can take that test or there's another test for different engineering colleges. 
And I remember the first time I saw the question, I said, well, this is not that difficult. I can do this. <laughs> Maybe I was overconfident, but I said, ah, I can do this. It's not a big deal. So I started to get into that. And I think with, with time, I became it became clear to me that it's not that simple. It's, it's just difficult. It's not just you just read a book and you become engineer. So you got to prepare and people were going to coaching classes. So I, I believe I joined that that play at the time there used to be something called brilliant notes i don't know if that still exists in india or not there used to be this, this online not online they would send you these books and they would send you some notes and you could prepare for those for the iit and, and other exams so i remember i went i took my iit i took my entrance exam for for engineering and i believe i got a very uh, low rank in iit 1680 or something and i think they i was probably going to get metallurgy or something in new delhi right so the delhi iit delhi but I didn't, I didn't want to go to metallurgy. So I had also gotten into bits planning. Now, bits planning was a little expensive for me because my parents were not very well off. So we thought it's going to be a little too expensive for us to manage bits planning and all its, its costs. So, so I got into this. Uh, it used to be called REC back then. And now I think it's called NIT. So REC Kurukshetra is where I went to my, went to my college. So all along through my, and this is interesting. I want to. I'm saying this because there's some 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 point here. Is that I, uh, when I was in my school, I was pretty much doing. I was a best kid. I was a father, right? But I, I went to REC. I see all these people from all over India, and they're smarter than me. I'm thinking, wow. I, 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 how do I how do how how do we even catch up to them, right? Never mind exceed them. How do we even catch up to them? And you know that actually started the, that laid the foundation in my head about how do you plan your life and plan your career and what should you focus on, what you should not focus on, where do you spend your time, how do you invest in yourself? I think that I would say when I think back, that was the beginning of my my mindset, right? How do you, because when you had to compete with all these smart people and you just want to get out of the pile, how do you do that, right? So we'll go in the details of the college life. It was fun life, but we can go in the details later. But eventually I got through a company in, uh, in, in the in the campus interview, and I don't know that company still exists. It used to be called IIS Infotech. That was the name of the company, and I didn't know that company. Right? The problem in our college was that when you get into one uh, one uh, company, you cannot apply for any other companies. And I got the job like within first few weeks of seventh semester, and I could not apply anywhere else, and I was kind of stuck in that company. So when I joined that company, it was interesting company. They did not have, uh, they had a lot of new freshers, right? I was one of those freshers. And I remember the first time when I went to that job, I asked the, the gentleman, I said, hey, when do I get to write code? He said, what are you talking about? For next one month, you're going to go through training. I said, what? Training? What training? I need to write code. He said, no, 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 that's not how we work. So they put me and a bunch of us through this training program, which was very strange back then. But when I think back, it probably was a very, very interesting training where they don't teach you how to write code or how to do programming. What they taught you is how to become a professional developer, how to behave in an organization, how to look out for projects, how to build a teamwork, how to build trust. And I remember still, it was very clear in my mind. I, I was, I think it was in, um, in Delhi, it was in Oakland. So they, they, they had a bunch of us in a room. They said, all of you guys blindfold next person to you. So I was blindfolded and said, well, other person is going to now hold your hand and, and take you to the stair, to upstairs. And I was scared, you know. So that they were trying to show the trust. Can you trust people? 
So they built that foundation. But I honestly, at the time, wanted to do programming. I, this was all, okay, this is just a waste of time. I want to be a programmer. So I quit the job. First month, I quit that job and went to a different company. And that company was, there, there was a the technology park. I forgot what they were called. So there was a company in there called SSI. And I remember, I was in IIS. I left that company. <laughs> Went to SSI. I said, well, this is interesting. Uh, so I joined that company, and they, they had a very rigorous interview process, a lot of aptitude tests and so on. So finally, they offered me a job. Within a month, I'm talking for, like, I graduated from the college. A month later, I'm quitting my job, and I have no job. So I got another job. So there, it, that, that was a company. My first boss, I still, I, I want to thank him. I mean, I thank him all my life. His name was Anirudh Roy. He taught me what is object-oriented programming. You know, that was the key in that company was, hey, how do you build object-oriented programming? Now, I was working for a project in, 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 in the company and that company had a client here called Citibank and we were building this, uh, this topic for this was called Art Advisory Management Systems. So just to give you a background, what they do is that back then Citibank used to have this big, very wealthy clients. They wanted to buy paintings. Now, they don't want to go to auction to buy the painting, so they would have the digital form of the painting in, in the Citibank's database, and, 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 the, and these clients, which are rich, they will just look browse through this, this computer in the bank, and they'll tell them, oh, I want to buy this painting. So we had built a software which would take the picture of that painting, a digital form, and store it in the Oracle database, and have an interface where users can, can browse that. So my role was to build a search engine. Like, hey, you've got to build a UI which they can search through. Just put certain attributes, ask for the you know, name of the image or the age and the, who was the painter and, and search it. So I remember when I built that search, it was, it was, I was so excited about that screen. I mean, when you look back, you think how silly it was, but it was a very simple screen. And, and, and what happened was that the CEO of the company was visiting India. So I was in India, New Delhi. So he wanted to, everybody was demoing him their products and he looked at the demo of our product. And he looked at the screen, he said, who built the screen? And I said, well, I built it. I thought, oh my God, I made a mistake. He said, so when did you join us? I said, well, last month. He said, how much experience you have? I said, well, I just graduated last year. I mean, three months back, I graduated. And he loved that you are. And he loved it so much that he said, hey, I think you need to come to US. And I'm telling you that a small thing like a search screen where you can just search for different paintings in the database. And I did not write the backend code. I just saw the user interface. Now, why I am bringing this up is that everything I did, used to do, I used to do with the full passion. I mean, I had to build a search screen. I said, I this is this is this has to be the best search screen ever. And I I I went through. I mean, I read books. I I, I remember I used to take the pictures of the Citibank and and, and convert them to JPEGs and then create the logos. I made the most beautiful screen to the point where they displayed that screen in their headquarters in New York. They said, "This is how good we UI we built." And I was just a you know rookie. Right? I just joined the company three months back. And that was that was that learn taught me a big lesson that no matter what you do, it could be a simple screen like search screen. And, and I think later on in the career, I will tell you one more story, and, and, or it could be anything else. You got to do it as if your life depends on it. You have to give it 100%. Don't think it's a small job or it's not a big deal, who cares? It's just boring job. You cannot, jobs are not boring. You make them boring or exciting. So that was that was the beginning of my, my thinking and my career, that hey, how do I, going forward, whenever I do something, 
I want to do it in such a way that it should leave a mark on the company and the people who use it. And don't worry about the rewards, right? Rewards will follow, but do your best was my mindset. So, so then I went to, then I left that company also. Right? I mean, I can tell you, I, I left a lot of companies because no company was giving me that satisfaction that, hey, I really know what I'm doing. I, this is what I want to do. So I, I left that company and I think I joined the company where you were, Mahesh, and you and me came together here. I think we came, the company was CAE and we came here. You went to a different customer. I was a different customer. Um, so I built, I was a customer in, it was a customer in, in, in Connecticut and they, they were doing financial services and they were building these, you know, accounting packages. I have to be honest with you, it was a very boring job. You know, I, I did not like that at all. And I was very young, like I was 23 years old. I had I had just come to US and I had a lot of money, right? I know no obligations. I was just having fun. I was just enjoying life. I did not care about programming. I didn't care about career. I was just, just I, I think I did a pivot to having fun. So for, I would say a year and a half, I just had fun. Like I don't I just because the job was so boring it was simple job I would go there every day I'll do few bug fixes and we'll leave four o'clock five o'clock we leave the company I will go have fun we'll go to clubs we'll go, all sort of fun you can think of with it but I think at one point I the company sent me to Boston they said hey there's this project in Boston can you go and take a look there's they're having some issues in, the, in some software so I remember when I went to that project, that project had some serious issues. They were having some very serious issue and they were not able to figure it out for like months. And I dug deep into that, that thing and without boring into the details, I found the problem. And that said, wow. So I, I said, hey, maybe I can, I maybe I do have skills of programming. I mean, I had completely forgotten programming, which was really bug fixing. And I got bored of that job. I said, I gotta find a different job. Then I went, left that job and went to another job, which is what was in Philadelphia. That was a job where I was building this software for a company. They were building this this instrument that would clean semiconductor wafers. You know, so semiconductor wafers. Think of this as you know, remember those CDs we used to have, the silicon CDs. So they they clean them up, and then that clean CD is then or semiconductor wafer is then used in 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 making the integrated chips. You know all the ICs that you see, they're made out of those 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 silicon wafers, but they have to be clean. And there's a very strong process that you use to clean those. It's a clean room, and the software was driving that instrument and so on. So I got interested in that kind of a development where you have a software driving a hardware and 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 when managing the system to produce some some um, results. But I left that company also, right? You know, my 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 life, right? Every year I used to leave. So, it, so it's okay to leave companies. That's it's what you're telling us. To leave companies until you find something you love. You know. Okay. Yep. Uh, you don't want to get stuck in a company and say I am miserable, but I want to continue the job. That's I, I, if you are young, I would say that's the best thing. You just, just so leave so before you go ahead, right? I want to bring some things here, like already before we forget. So you definitely, you know. Our audience who are young, they should take some notes here that first of all is make sure anything you do, you do with a full passion, right? Dedication. Yeah. Uh, and then and then also um, you have to look for the rewarding jobs. And if you're young and you feel like, you know, you can take risks, right? That's why we always tell young guys that if you're young, you have no obligations, um, then you can take risks and keep doing it until you find something you love to do. That's so that's what kind of we learned so far. So I want to make sure all of you guys who are listening here again, welcome to the show. Some new, I see some new people join. Welcome to the show. 
this is a growth mindset in this uh, in this show all we talk about is how you know to build a growth mindset a mindset where it's asking your you know our itself a question like what do you do why you do what you're doing right and why is it uh, important to you and where is taking you so you know during our you know when i talk to people i'm sure you talk to people and we see online these question like oh i don't like my job i don't like my company so guys point here is that stop complaining and try to find something where you know you love you like there's you know complaining is not going to solve any problem absolutely. so yeah just uh, yeah. continue please no no you're right absolutely right i mean i i will i'll say maybe a couple of things one is that you know why do people not leave their jobs right that's just to talk about it for a minute because sometimes people are not confident they think they cannot get a job outside or sometimes people have financial risk hey i i have dependency on the salary i cannot leave the job so but as i said again if you're young you are lucky right because you can take risk and trust me there are hundreds and thousands of millions of jobs in the world you may not have found that yet but you will find that right but but you cannot just take care you cannot also be very um reckless right you cannot just quit and have no plan so what do you need to do to be ready for the employment now i'll tell you one one quick um, maybe segue here so i i love i used to love reading books right not necessarily you know technical books but i used to, i still love to read these books around business right so the book that i have i remember i read was straight from the gut so this is a book by jack welch who was the ceo of ge for 10 20 years and he just changed the way ge used to be so one thing that he made in his book a lot of i mean i, I have read that book 10 20 times okay every time i read that book or listen to that book it inspires me so he was a junior uh, chemical engineer in ge and from there he became the most successful ceo of ge now how did he do that I and mean, you can read the book and you can get a lot of things but the key two things i'll tell you which you guys should all keep in mind one is that what you're doing try to do something to distinguish yourself from rest of the team you know he called it he called it staying outside the pile right how do you grow outside the pile okay a lot of engineers a lot of programmers are in your team what are you doing differently to be recognized and be seen as above and beyond now i can talk about that in a minute but that's one piece you should think about the second piece i will tell you is that a lot of companies you don't want to you want to have skills so you're not employed only in one company you want to build the skills so you're employed for the rest of your life right either you if you want to do employment or if you want to do business you want to always have skills so which means you must invest in yourself so just i'll say it again invest in yourself what do i mean with that i will give an example i won't say the name but there was a person who used to work for me long time back and he was having difficulty with english language right i mean a lot of people from india come in some of them worked did not go to english medium some of them worked in hindi medium nothing against that i mean that's that's what it is and a lot of people english is not doesn't make you smart but english is a way yep. so but that person was having difficulty with english and, I, and he was struggling and i told him i said hey go and do take some courses in some university you know local university here you can take few courses and then maybe learn the basic of english and he did not want to do that because he said it's expensive it was like 200 dollar a course he just refused to do that and i kept pushing myself hey you got to do this because 
if you are struggling to write English, you got to learn this one. And I'm not saying this is your fault, but but you are in the world where people expect you to learn English. And he didn't invest in that. And he still was struggling. He's still regretting that he did not do back then, right? So my point is that he was worried about $200 at the time. I think if he had invested in that $200 and he had taken it seriously, I think his career would have been taken a different direction. Very smart person, but lack of communication skills sometimes can lead not not so good outcome, right? The other piece I'll tell you, because you are, I'm sure you guys are all programmers, right? I mean, most of the folks who are on this call are programmers. I'm going to use yeah. say something which which you should think about, and I'll explain if it if it if you want. There is a difference between a programmer and an engineer. Do you want to be a programmer or you want to be an engineer, right? Now. Some of you might be thinking, well, what's the difference? It's just two names. No, it's not. Here's the difference in my mind. Program is somebody who writes code, right? You go, my son can write code. I can call him also program. But engineer is something who builds solutions, who solves problems, who does a design, who can solve the business problem, right? Whenever you are trying to learn something, don't just learn the syntax of that language. Don't learn how to write a you know, A plus B or a simple calculator application. Think immediately ahead, how can you solve a business problem using that technology or that language? So become an engineer, not just programmer. Invest in yourself to, to carry what Mahesh said, two more lessons here. One is invest in yourself. Don't be penny wise and dollar foolish. Don't don't try to save $10, and which could have given you $20,000 raise or 10,000 rupees raise, right? Don't, don't do that. And second thing is, Try to be an engineer, not just a programmer. Don't just learn a language. Learn the language to make sure that you can convert that language, whatever skill you learn, to solve the business problem. And if you're working on a project, and I have a lot of examples of that, you can you work on a project, you learn some new technology, some new skill, work that skill and the work that you, on the, on the, the technology you learned, work that into your project. See, how can I do, what can I do in this project and use my technology, use my learning, to improve the product or maybe improve the productivity, right? So so focus on those items as well. So now that's great. I think we covered a few things. Definitely, you know, invest in yourself. I definitely agree with you. Uh, and also distinguish yourself means how are you better than others? And, you know, we'll talk more on this. We'll talk about Ashish's journey. We'll talk about more growth mindset. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Simon, you there? If you, we are going to wait for Simon. But what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, a two minutes break, um, and then we're going to come back. But uh, until Simon comes, so un Simon, you there? We're going to take a two minutes break now, and we'll be right back after two minutes. Uh, we're going to now.
right. So in this couple of minutes break, I'm going to talk about the other live shows. Looks like you have an amazing show going on. Ashish and Mahesh are having a very great time talking about the previous experience. Definitely 22 and 23 is the time uh, they got to travel to US and uh, looks like we have a lot more to cover in the coming show. So if you're someone who's joining us for the very first time, we do these live shows every uh, like almost every other day on Mondays, we do Azure AI show. 10 a.m. Eastern with I am the show and I'm actually the guest where we talk about the entire Azure AI and analytical system happens every day at 10 a.m. Eastern. On uh, Wednesday, we do C-Sharp Corner MVP show. On Thursday, we do C-Sharp Corner AMA show. And as it's on uh, Friday, we do this uh, uh, this growth mindset and uh, we have this amazing conference coming that is on 15th and 16th of October it's on dotnet conference so if you're someone who wants to learn about the latest uh, what's happening in the field of dotnet and the C sharp we have guys who have like 10 15 years of experience some regional directors at Microsoft and Microsoft MEPs they will be joining us for these two days of virtual conference uh, entirely free I mean you just need to go ahead and visit csharpcorner.com and register yourself and we will we will see you in that event too. So talking about uh, the, the shows today and, and the upcoming shows that we have in the next episode of Azure AI, we're going to talk about how you can go ahead and build a low code, no code classification model that would be very interesting to do that. And for all those guys who are in, in this show, I mean, we have this contest going on and we are giving away um, goodies. And I think for this show, we have a $50 Amazon uh, uh, gift vouchers so uh, take a selfie put it on social media tag us at, at CHAP corner and twitter and uh, the lucky ones we're gonna declare towards the end of the show who is the winner and if you have any questions that you would like to ask ashish and and mahesh free feel to go ahead and drop in the comment section below and uh, they're gonna take it uh, before we move back to the live show and we bring back our guest and host uh, let's also quickly talk about another conference that we have is the full stack developer conference that will be on 10th of October, uh, primarily on, on uh, starting at 9.30 a.m. Indian time zone. I, I think I know that is something we don't do it, but that timing is a little awkward, but we start from 9.30 a.m. on 10th of October, goes till the evening 4.30 p.m. It's going to be again with some uh, Google GDEs and guys coming from solution architect background. They're going to go and talk about the entire full stack development. And I think uh, it's time for me to go and invite our guest and host, Mahesh Chan and Ashish, who are having an amazing time. Let me think that. All right, all right. so next all is all yours. And uh, have a great time. Thank you, Simon. Uh, welcome back to the show. Um, sorry, we took a couple of minutes break. So as Simon said, we are going to give away a, a couple of you know goodies in one Amazon gift card. Ask your questions, share on social media, tag us. Uh, definitely post all your questions for me and Ashish. We are here. For last 10, 15 minutes or 20 minutes, we're going to keep these for questions. So Ashish, well, welcome back. Let's continue with your story. Uh, it's very exciting uh, learning going on here. Yeah, so thanks, Mahesh. And, and uh, I would I will say one comment I'll make. You know, this show that you're having, uh, this is actually it's a very, very, very good show. I think it's a, it's an amazing show. I wish we had this kind of a show when we were growing in the career, right? So to right. So that's why the reason is so a lot of this. So reason we started. Remember, you and I when we started, we didn't have anybody to tell us anything. Yeah. We had to figure everything out ourselves. It took us so many years, yeah. and we made so many mistakes. 
So that, that's I think that's why I think I would say everyone who's listening and watching, I I please take take full advantage of this show and other shows that Mahesh is doing, and ask any questions you have. But one thing I will also add as we're talking about this this whole um, show, I think I would also recommend everyone to seek a mentor, right? Look up to someone who can guide you, right? I mean, sometimes you know, I I, I call it sometimes a virtual mentor. In other words, you may not know the person, have a role model. Look at someone and say, who oh, it doesn't have to necessarily be a programmer. It could be anyone in this business or anyone who has succeeded in the life and listen and learn from their lesson and learn what they have done. And you will see there's a certain pattern. And one of the biggest patterns is what we talked earlier is invest in yourself. Always try to learn new things. So uh, so let me very quickly shift to maybe another quick topic and I'm I know we don't have a lot of time now. So what I was say is that you know, from my journey from where I was in Pennsylvania, then I came to this company called Bayer, which was building the medical diagnostic instruments. So that's where I want to maybe share one story and then I can just jump forward and give you where I am now. So I joined this company and they I was asked to build this, um, they were building a brand new product and they had user interface, which was, which was nice, but it had a lot of fonts were not all consistent and so on. So my first job was, hey, can you um, change the font of all this application from Arial to Adana or something else like that? I mean, it, again, boring job, right? Seemingly very boring job. So I had my my uh, user interface person. She was working with me. And I again, as I said, my, my foundation was no matter what job you're given, make it exciting. So I remember I made that so exciting. I wrote a tool which could automatically look at all the fonts and convert them automatically. And she, her name was Jane, she said, Ashish, I have been doing this for the last 20 years. This is the first time I feel excited about my work. All it was, remember, just change the font from Arial to Vodana. That's all the job was. And how boring could that job have been, right? So my point is, whatever job you're doing, make it interesting. Make it such that people, other people want to do your job, right? I mean, I know more people say, hey, can we also do this? How come we don't, we're getting this, this exciting job of converting the fonts, right? So that was, that, that's what I'm, I'm trying to say is that don't feel, oh, job I have is boring, oh, I don't like this. Convert into exciting job. And once you do well, then big jobs will follow. And in the same, same time period, there was a project going on in the company, which, which was, having some issue, and now issue, I don't, a lot of you guys are so young, you won't even remember this thing, and maybe Mahesh, you may remember this, it's called, we used to have this error in the Windows called Dr. Watson. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that, right? Yeah, what Dr. Dr. Watson is famous, yeah. Uh, what Dr. Watson error was, I think people who may not know this, you guys should Google it, if your application crashed, it would throw this Dr. Watson error. That was a fundamentally the whole point of the Dr. Watson, right? So this product had this Dr. Watson error going on, and they did not have the, the, it was a release build and they didn't have the, you know, the database to, to know where the crash was happening. So I jumped out of my project. I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump into that. I jumped into that and found the problem. I won't go into the details of how I found, but I found the problem. And I got an employee of the month award that time. And this, keep in mind, this was not my project. It was not something that I was supposed to do. I looked at a problem, you know, I use this term called see a problem, fix the problem. You see a problem, it could be either technical, it could be anything else, try to help. Make yourself useful to the organization and your team. So make yourself uh, known in a way that, hey, this person is someone you can rely on. This person is someone who adds value. 
So, so I want to, yeah, I want to add one point here is in which I, you know, sometimes I hear all the time that this company is making me work too hard. This project is too hard. I'm working so many hours. So that again, all the young developers, as I see, mentioned a very good point here that not only you do your work, but also try to help other pitch in others, see how you can help everybody else. And that's really what makes you the, you know, the useful not only to the company, but that also changes your mindset. And that's how you grow in life. Don't just say, oh, this is my work. I'm only doing that much. And that's what even in growth, they look at big managers. They look at, okay, who is this guy's even doing these? That's how you grow in life. You agree with that? Yeah. So you, 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 I'm absolutely right, Mike. You, you have to go above and beyond your main job. And I know some people who are very new, and I see some comments that are very fresh. They just get out of college. And as I said, when you're out of college, you have the same advantage. That I mean, for you have better advantage than the people who are in in the company because you have a fresh set of eyes, right? You have an advantage of being outsider. You don't have any emotional attachment to any other project. You can be as honest as you want, right? You can really be looking at the product from a critical eye. And 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 you know there is this um, in my company which started this program called reverse mentoring. So what does reverse mentoring do? And just to give you a sense of why fresh out of college are very important people too. So we get junior people and we who came out of the college, we have them mentor senior people. You know why? Because junior people who just came out of college have a very different perspective on life and technology and the products. So people who are in the industry, sometimes they, they, get, they have blind spots, right? They don't fully understand what else is happening. So junior people, you guys who have just come out of college, you have actually a better technically advanced uh, demeanor and I would say you have a better perspective in the technology and how the product should be used than the people who are building the product because they're too close to the product. So use that to your advantage. Don't feel, oh, you are a new person. If I say something, oh my God, what will they think? No. Another thing I will say just to, to, to add to this one, another thing you guys should all remember, do not ever hesitate to ask questions. You know, I see many times in the company people who are especially junior people, they sit in a meeting, they don't understand something, but they don't ask a question because they feel if they ask a question, uh, people will know they don't know it. But what you will be surprised many times when you ask a question, a lot of other people won't ask the same question, but they don't have guts to ask the question because you ask a question, they're so thankful you ask a question so they can also love, learn what they don't know and what they pretended that they knew. So use this to your advantage. Use the fresh out of college uh, thing that you have to your advantage. What is the worst that can happen, right? What's the worst that can happen? They may not like your question, that's it, right? It's not like nobody's gonna fire you because you ask a question or nobody's gonna fire you because you try to help someone. So always think what's the worst that can happen, right? And that, that's the way you approach your, your life as you grow into the industry. So from this point, we can learn is that Obviously, you don't have to go and jump around and ask a million questions and just nonsense questions. But if you do have a legit question, something you don't understand, just be fearless and ask us. And always think of that, that everybody has the same question. They just don't, they're not courageous enough. So you can be the one of the first ones. Yeah. And keep in mind, everybody who's talking, this is even based on my experience, everybody who's talking and presenting something they love you to ask questions. It could be any questions, even on the show. If you ask any questions, 
we love to ask you youtube questions because that kind of gives us a uh, self confidence and you know motivate us that at least somebody is listening they are paying attention and we are being useful to them absolutely so i mean uh, you know i mean i i can uh, give you a few more pointers i would also tell you that one other thing that you all should remember especially the people who just came out of the college or who have just started the career or well, we will we will do is we'll go through the questions little in a few minutes but i want you to also talk now what you do now in your company and then we want to spend few minutes on our you know back in the days and then we'll take some questions from here looks like there's some of the questions coming in the comments box so very quickly what i do in the company we we have you know if you go to any doctor right if you if you india us anywhere you go to doctor then they order some blood test on you or any sample test on you and they send those tests to certain labs and in india there are certain labs i know dr lalpath is a big customer for us we have us quest and lab corp and so on so we those tests are then sent to the lab and our company builds the instrument that can run those tests and give the results for your test so my team i have a team of almost 120 people across us and in and in india also and we have a small team in germany also so we are responsible for building the software for that instrument so any time a doctor orders a test on you you get a result so that result actually is generated by an instrument that we built so our software is very critical because we are generating patient test results so your diagnosis is based on the results we generate so very very important to have high quality and and that's what that that's what we do right now so i have um, people in my organization from i would say 5 years of experience to 35 years of experience you know a variety of experience of people and we do hire a lot of you know uh, young people who come out of college um, so so i would say um, where i believe is our um, our value is to help the people help patients like covid-19 is going on so we generate covid-19 test if you get a covid-19 test done you get a result our instrument our software builds that generates the result and ships to the doctor right so that's what we do right now and that's what my focus is and i have recently last few years spent a lot of time on machine learning ai and maybe in some future presentation chat we can talk about that and which is a passion of mine um and i also learn things you know I, i do a lot of iphone programming also personally um, but but those are the things i keep myself somebody asked a question motivation keep myself busy and 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 in sync with the industry in sync with what's happening in the world and also obviously keep myself motivated uh, but i do want to make one quick point before i forget is that you know as we talk about the programming and technology but one important thing you all need to know and you need to invest in that build people skills Grow. there are that's the most important thing you can do to grow if you are technology wise strong and you don't have people skills you will not grow so people skill means i mean there are a lot of books you can read i read this book it's a classic book called how to win friends and influence people it's a book by dave carnegie but but i would leave it with you saying go read, read that book if you can get hold of the book or you can go online and maybe you can buy it or maybe you can listen to it and I'll leave one last thing, and then I'll hand it over back to you, Manishes. Emotional intelligence. Learn this, understand it, and apply that in your career, in your life. And that is the only way we're going to grow is if you have people skills, and if you know how to work with team, how to lead teams. People skills is extremely, extremely important. 
much more important than you think it is. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with that, and then back to you, Mahesh. So that's a good uh, that's a good good point here, right there. We can take a lot from lot. We can take away a lot from this show, and I hundred percent agree with you that communication and people skills are very very important because over time, I remember. Uh, you know, sometimes I remember. I wish I had more communication skills when I, you know, there was a time our growth could have been much higher, right? So, if I see a lot of young guys, they're more focused on technology. They focus on coding, programming. That's great, and they don't spend time enough time on reading, writing, learning, and even you know, speaking and even meeting. So, few things you can start doing is besides reading books is. Start meeting people in in person. Start presenting to your local teams and try to lead even in college teams or any any. If you're doing it like a playing a soccer game or whatever, just try to lead. Just don't listen and do what people are telling you. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, so we have uh, several takeaways from here, which we will discuss in a minute. So let's take a couple of questions from the audience. Simon, you wanna pose some questions here? So we have a question from Sarvesh Kumar Singh. Can you suggest how to go, uh, how to go bottom to top in a company? So that question itself is a is a like could be a lifelong journey. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, it's a good question. But I understand the intention behind this company question. You're saying, hey, how do I grow? Right. That's just yeah. Great. That's pretty much it. Yes. And I think we covered some of that already. But the only thing I would say, Sarvesh, is I don't know what's your background. Are you? fresh out of college are you but the key is this invest in yourself i think a lot of things we covered in the show already uh, but again become useful for the company show to your team and your boss that you are valuable and do go above and beyond just don't do basic thing they ask you to do you just do it and check then you know let's say ask you to write the code you write the code you check it in and think okay then i'm gonna grow that's not enough to grow that will keep you a job but if you want to grow remember i said try to find a way to get out of the pile do things that others have not done. Help the project, help the company, help the product, and that will give you recognition. And then, and, and, and it's may say it's a lifelong journey, but the key is if I want to summarize it one word for you, become valuable for the company and, and learn how to add value. Yeah, and to, to add to that, if you want to grow in a company, obviously, company has to see that you are you are aspiring to grow right you are sometimes in bigger companies you may not be noticed even though you're doing a lot your manager may not notice uh so maybe it's time sometimes you may have to even talk to them like um, i want to do more i want to learn more projects i want to be more challenging work sometimes you are stuck in these projects as it's as for young guys they are hey your job is just to this so maybe if you're not getting that opportunity in that company, maybe time to find a different company. And it's okay because, as you said earlier, when you're young, you don't have family uh, and obligations, and you can take risks and you can find a company where you're being challenged every day. And that's the key to growth, right? You know, other thing I'll say this is one, one of my earlier bosses said to me one day. I think what, what I would say is that key to growth or success in any company is you have to have. You have to be smart, right? You have to know what you're doing. But the more importantly, you have to show that intelligence to the right people at the right time. So to your mind's point, you you may be working very hard. If nobody knows, then nobody will know you, right? So you gotta be able to also showcase your work and showcase your 
your value and your contribution. So don't hesitate to speak up and talk to your boss and say, hey, by the way, I'm here. This is what I'm doing also, right? So be vocal. And that's where communication and people skill also come in. Right. They play a major role. And be respectful, right? Do it in a respectful way, but but bring your bring bring out what you value you're adding. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, let's take one more question here. So Nancy has a question: How I would like to how to keep ourselves motivated? As you uh, you know, we are just virtually connected. It does not give us the same enthusiasm. That's correct. So go ahead, Ashish. Yeah, that's Bye. a really good question, and I, I I fully understand what you are saying, right? So um, especially if you're a people person, you're an outdoor person, it's hard to be inside and and, and keep yourself motivated. But to, what I will say, Nancy, is this. Um, you know, I was talking to Mahesh the other day and we were chit-chatting and I was telling him, hey, I'm learning this thing. He was telling me I'm learning this thing. So one thing we both came to the same conclusion is that the time we're spending inside our homes these days, we can spend this time to watch shows on Netflix, right? Or we can spend this time to learn some new skill. So the best way to keep motivated yourself is to pick a new skill. I'm not necessarily saying it's in the programming, right? I know a friend, she works with me. She picked the new skill. She is now she she was trying to make a mask, right? Now she got interested and she's now, now stitching some new clothes, right? She found some new passion. So find a new skills, find a new hobby, and if you are focused on the career, pick a new language, right? Let's say you don't know Python. Go to and one good thing you guys have this time, which we do not have in Mahesh and we were, were in the early in the career, there are tons of resources online that are free. I mean your C sharp corner is definitely one great resource, right? Look up, learn how to build a new, learn a new programming language. Or I just gave you some books, right? Go read a book and you will see a lot of nuggets in those books which you, which you can apply. So it's, it's hard to keep yourself motivated. I fully understand that, but hopefully this will be over soon. But use this time wisely. Use this time as an opportunity to learn and enhance your, your skills and your career. So I can add more to that, right? So. You know, if you start learning something at time, it gets boring and they like, you know what, I don't feel like doing it, especially if there is no uh, structure to it. So few things I learned over my life is how you keep motivated yourself is that train your mind. Your mind has to know that at this time, from this time to this time, I'm here to learn. So try to make a schedule. So if you try to learn same thing for an hour every day, same time over I, I can guarantee you within two weeks, if you don't do that, your mind will say, hey, what are you doing? I was supposed to learn at this time. So try to schedule your brain and mind towards that fixed schedule that from this time to this time, say nine to 10, I'm going to learn something. That's number one. Number two tip you can do is find the like-minded people who also want to learn and talk to them because you know, you can talk video call and, you know, phone. Video call is probably better because you can then see them in person. And third thing you could do is try to make your, whatever you're learning is make it fun, reward yourself. So you can set up your goals, little goals. Say, if I finish this chapter by this day, I'm going to do this much. So there's, you, got, you can eat ice cream, whatever. You got to yeah. gamify your own brain. Say, set up your own goals. Like, okay, if I finish this chapter of programming by this Thursday, I'm going to get a chocolate, things like that. So you have to, everybody's different here, right? So system for me is different. System for you is different. Everybody has to find their own systems. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think somebody asked a question on the chat about the what, how do you become valuable? Yeah. And I'll give one, maybe one answer to that question, which, which I know it's a good question and sometimes can be confusing. I'll, I'll make it very simple. Imagine you are in a project, you're working on a product, and there are bugs, obviously every product has bugs, right? And you're being asked to fix a couple of bugs. Go above and beyond, fix 10 more bugs. Look at other difficult areas and try to solve those problems. So be proactive, right? If you are being proactive, that's definitely one way for you to add value because people will see that, hey, you're on your own addressing issues. I'm giving you an example of bugs, but it could be, you know, you're being asked to do something you did achieve in a good way or your, your quality of your work is actually very high. That itself will be value add, right? So value add is, is a very, it can be any many, many different ways. So whatever you do, do it well. If you can do a burn beyond, do that well also. I mean, I know a guy who used to work for me, he was known for high quality. Anytime you want to get a high quality, then you have to go to him. So he became valuable, right? High quality work. So those are the things you can start to pick and and, and, and you know and use for, for you to define your value. So Deepak, welcome to the show. Deepak, we know him personally. He's a very active community member. He's involved in every event we do in India, and he's a, a good kid. Uh, so Deepak, as you as he says, make yourself valuable, right? I learn. I remember my early days when I just graduated, and I joined the CAE. Ashish, you know CAE. It was yeah. a small company. It was in a house, right? Yes. So the company was in a basement. I remember I would just stay there all night because I have two choices. I go back to Faridabad and travel all the way and come back in the morning. I will stay there all the time and start messing with learning something different. So point is, early days, if you have a chance and spend more time with that in the company or in the projects or talking to the team or just listening, just keep doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what else do we have? All right, let's take more question here. Should uh, company matters when we are going to start our career? Question is Ayushi. Uh, look, I mean, it's a good question, and, and 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 there are different answers to this question. I think I would say companies do sometimes matter the name recognition, right? Because you can you have some brand name, and you can put that in a resume. It helps. But what what if you're not in if you're not getting in a company which is well known? In my case, when I went to the company, I don't think anybody knew about the company. If you are able to get to a company with a name, I would say yes, go for it because that will give you some brand recognition. But let's say you're not in a company with a big name name recognition, it's okay. Then what matters is what you do there, right? So you can sometimes having actually a smaller unknown company is better because that gives you more opportunity to learn rather than the big name companies where they have so many people that you're one of those hundred people there. So if you're a small company or an unknown, not a very brand name company, it may work to your advantage. So I would say it depends. Uh, you know, it, it's okay to get a brand name company. If you're not getting a brand name company, don't worry, because smaller companies give you better opportunities to learn and grow. Okay, so that, just keep that in mind. I hope I answered your question, Ayushi. Yeah, I think it, it depends, right? I, again, your focus should be as a big company, as you said, big company or small company, when you join them, first yeah. of all, join. Don't delay because say small. Whoever giving you the first chance, just take it. Cool. You don't need to wait for three months to find the right company because there's never right or wrong. Okay. You make them right or wrong. When you join a company, start doing it, start learning. More you learn, better you get. Uh, and then try. sometimes in bigger companies, I see advantages that you learn a lot of 
uh, no non-technical maybe skills, but a lot of people is you can learn from big companies, which you don't learn in smaller companies. So you will learn something and just you know ask yourself, are you learning a lot? Are you you know growing? And then just go from there and just keep in mind, keep learning. And then if you don't like the company, you can always keep looking for new companies. All right, do we have more questions? Let's move it. Then we're gonna announce winner soon for our uh, $50 gift, gift certificate, gift voucher. And then I think uh, Simon is also going to announce a couple of uh, C-Sharp Corner goodies winners. Uh, we will give us some T-shirt and something, um, uh, other items. Um, so let's recap this, right? So we talked about uh, in today's growth mindset. So we talked about how small things can impact big in life and doing little things, but frequently helps. You cannot just do little thing and start and stop and start and stop. You got to make a schedule and try to see if you can learn something new. If it's not every day, you may be every week, right? Depends on how much time you have. Now, a lot of people come and say, oh, I'm really so busy with my time. I just don't have time. Guess what? Everybody in this world, there's one thing common. I know you rich, poor, small, young, student, CEO. Everybody has 24 hours in a day. All it depends on how we how we use it, right? You have a choice. You can go watch YouTube and be on TikTok or be on Facebook, or you can take one of those hours and spend on something useful that is useful to you and your career. So you have to go back and look. If you are one of them saying, I don't have time, I'm too busy. I don't think anybody's busy these days. Everybody has some time at least. Uh, so try to find that time and schedule and then focus on, you know, try to be fully passionate with your work, whatever you do, just with the full dedication. And then we learned that if you are not happy with your work, you, it's okay to leave a company, find a better job. You know, maybe this is not the right time. And then we learn about invest in yourself. More you invest in yourself. Sure, you think about company, that's great. But invest in yourself. It could be your own learning. You know, if you have to invest money on your training or your education, that's great. That's the best way to invest in yourself. And then last point here is that go extra mile. If you are supposed to do A, do A plus B. If you are supposed to just work from eight to five, work eight to six if you have time. Just put extra time and let the company and people you work with know that you are available to help anybody who needs help. Yeah. All right, Simon, it's all you. You ready for the the winner announcement? This is exciting yeah. time. Yeah, 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 we are all good. Now we have been receiving uh, quite a few of tweets on uh, Twitter, and I think we have the winner for today. Uh, and would you like to go ahead and uh, speak his name? <laughs> I think I dropped you. Go ahead. You go ahead. All right. So the winner for today's show is all right naveen kumar naveen kumar has been very consistent on our previous show he often goes ahead and tags us on twitter so congratulations naveen kumar you uh, get a 50 dollar amazon gift card <laughs> you can reach out and, to me on twitter and and i'll just get you to our gift card all right and are we also announcing a couple of winners for c-sharp corner goodies t-shirts and stuff 
Yeah, definitely. And I think uh, uh, some of the guys who are very consistent and the first one I think we would say is definitely uh, Deepak Tevitya. He has been joining us, not just this show, but the other shows too. He would often join and, and interact with the guests. So I think Deepak, I, you get a sipper of C-sharp corner. So do, uh, again, reach me out on Twitter and I'll get you your queries. Uh, the other one, I think even in the past shows we had, I think Nancy has been very consistent too. I think, uh, let me go ahead and ask Ashish, I mean, which of the questions you feel is, is an interesting one and you pick up one of the winners? Oh, uh, I think they're all <laughs> great questions. I mean, I, I believe, I think the question that I, I felt was actually a good question and because it's a pretty, pretty, you know, very big and tough, long topic and you could take a lot of time is about the value. How do you become valuable? Because yeah. to me, that's the gist of the soul of conversation, become valuable, add value. Yeah. I don't know that who was asking the question. It was Deepak yeah, yeah, the same guy, yeah. Good question, okay. Perfect. So I think uh, that that's we have for uh, today, for the goodies. All right, guys. Thank you, Ashish, for coming on the show. We would again love to have you back on the show when you have time. And everybody, thank you for joining us. The show. Keep in mind, this is a weekly show. Every Friday we do the show. Every Friday, ten to eleven Eastern time and uh, depends on your local time we do this every friday so join us again and tell us tell your friends about the show who are interested in learning something new you have any ideas and questions give us the feedback comments are most welcome uh we are always here to improve this show so your feedback is very important and ashi's last words oh i mean this is great again i would say i would encourage everyone to attend shows like this right to get more awareness of what's happening and ask questions of all the experts that mahesh brings here um, I, I think i want wish everybody good luck and any questions you have you have asked some questions and obviously you can connect with the c sharp corner and others and i think this is great so so good luck everyone and i, I hope you have a very good 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 career thank you all and stay thank safe bye-bye guys